You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 37. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. as I am about most, but it is the final podcast episode of 2016, and I picked a topic that will roll us right into 2017 with what I call the theme of what I want 2017 to be, for me at least, and perhaps you will too. So if you follow me on Facebook, you might have seen a post last week that I did about being real, and the hashtag was something like, real is the new perfect. Meaning we show, especially on Facebook, so much about our life that is so perfect. I post my perfect meals for you guys to see. People post their perfect marriage, their perfect pictures. I mean, let's face it. We're not posting pictures of ourselves that where we look terrible, right? We, put, we post those perfect pictures, perfect food, perfect days, our perfect workouts, everything on Facebook. And a lot of what we talk about to people are our perfect days. But let me tell you something. That is not reality, exactly that. It is not real, reality, real, it's not. And I think that too many people are focusing on other people's unreal, perfect lives. And they're really, it's unreal. They're not showing you the reality of what's going on in life. So we have bad days. We eat bad meals. We, uh, you know, don't always get along with our husbands or wives, things like that. And so the theme for me in 2017 really is what I call hashtag be real or rather real is the new perfect. And so I'm going to make sure to show you guys a everything about me, not just the perfect meals and my perfect workouts and my perfect days, but I want to make sure you guys know that I'm a normal person. And if you knew me and if you saw me at the gym, you know, working out, you would see that I don't wear makeup. I don't, I don't go there to look good. And and I really feel very imperfect all the time, but I could see where on Facebook or social media, you would look at the things that I eat because this is what I post and, and everything looks so perfect. So what I did was on Facebook uh, last week, I said, hey, anybody want to ask me any questions? I want to answer any question you have about me in accordance with fitness, health, nutrition, and I want to answer it for you as real as possible. And honestly, I've always been an open book. Like Anybody can always ask me something like this, and I would have never not told you the truth, but I feel like there's a real tendency, especially in the fitness and health industry, for us not to show this side of us enough. So I want to tell you everything there is about me, and I'm going to be perfectly real for you. Let's get started. The first question that somebody had for me is they wanted to know, do you ever just have a moment and gobble some cheesecake or a McDouble? (laughs) I love that question. That's hilarious. Um, Yes, I feel like I say it all the time on my podcast, but I don't eat perfectly every single day. However, I will say that I really try to eat clean Monday through Friday and then enjoy myself on the weekends. That's pretty much how I live and what I train my clients to do. 
So do I ever gobble up cheesecake? Cheesecake is actually my favorite dessert, so you really nailed it on that one. It is very hard for me to resist a true New York cheesecake, and I can eat the entire slice by myself. I could probably eat the whole thing, but I would never eat the whole thing because I would get sick, but I would eat an entire slice if that helps you. Um, I would never eat a McDouble because I actually would never set foot into McDonald's unless I used to have to return a Red Book video. That was the only time I went into McDonald's. So yes, absolutely. Um, do I eat cheesecake every day? No. Would I have it on the weekend? Absolutely. Would I have it every weekend? Probably not. Uh, just because I, I generally will feel sick if I eat too much sweets. Um, like cheesecake's really rich. But yes, definitely cheesecake is something I would gobble up. All right, another question, a fantastic one. I think a lot of us do a daily battle with the mirror, seeing flaws and the negative self-talk that follows. Do you struggle with that too? I do, although I will say that over the last probably five years, you know, probably since I turned 40, I'm 44 right now, I have let go with the whole mirror thing and seeing my flaws. So, and I know a lot of you are like, yeah, well, if I had that body, I wouldn't see the flaws either. <laughs> but trust me, as a woman, we always see our flaws. So yes, I look in the mirror and I see cellulite. Now, people think I'm crazy, but I see it. I'm sure other people see my cellulite too. And yeah, I see it. And I used to probably get more upset about it. And that's the thing. I mean, we all have parts of our body that are great. And then we all have parts of our body that are not as good or we don't like as much. Cellulite for me is one of them. My thighs, my butt, that's probably always been my area that has never been what I love. Um, obviously, you, you guys know that I have a, a good core, which, you know, I always say, well, if I didn't have a six pack, then everybody would notice my other flaws, right? <laughs> but yeah, so I do struggle. I don't say I don't think I struggle with it anymore for the person who asked this because I really have gotten to a place I'm like, my body is, this is it, man. This is, this is as good as it gets. And I feel great. And I know that I'm fit and I know that I'm healthy. Uh, I know that cellulite is very genetic and probably not a factor. It doesn't matter how skinny I get. I will always have a certain amount of it. And yeah, would I, would I like it not to be there? Sure. But I don't really, I don't really feel bad anymore. I, I look in the mirror and I think, you know, I look fine, I look good, whatever, and I see the cellulite and I just move on now. I just don't, I just don't sit in it. And that would be my recommendation to all of you, especially the ladies. You know, look in the mirror, honor yourself. If you're eating healthy, if you're working out, if you're fit, if you're strong, just look at your body and be like, yep, that's my healthy, fit body. But don't, don't pick on the little things because life is so short. And honestly, when you're in a grave one day, when you have passed away, no one's going to look back and say, gosh, she never did lose those last five pounds or gosh, she always did have that cellulite, right? We think about it, but other people don't see what we see. So try not to bring too, too much struggle to what you see in the mirror. I think you should honor your body and, and be grateful for the body. And I think I do a pretty good job of feeling that way. All right, next question. What is your go-to tactic to keep yourself on track? Well, I've definitely created what, what I call the rules to eat by, and that's something that my clients get. And it's uh, they, they start off in a pre-session where they get a couple rules every other day to start changing how they eat. 
And I can tell you right now that I pretty much do live by my rules to eat by. So if I get off track, which absolutely everyone, I, I do have bad days or, you know, holidays sometimes definitely can throw me off track where, you know, I need to get back into it. And the way that I, my go-to tactic, as you were saying, is to go back to my rules to eat by. And certain things as simple as Monday through Friday, I eat super clean. I eat home every Monday through Friday. I don't go out to eat. And then more relaxing with the food on the weekends. I don't drink anything during the week, Monday through Friday. I'm really, again, that goes along with the clean eating. And then on the weekend, I will have one glass of wine on like Friday night, one glass of wine Saturday night. That's it. That's how, that's my go-to tactic. If I can clean it up during the week, enjoy a couple little things on the weekend, that definitely gets me back on track. All right, next question. Do you follow all of your rules for eating all of the time? So this comes from one of my clients, so she knows I have the rules to eat by. Do I follow all of them all the time? What do you think? Of course not. Um, I'd say the biggest one that I don't follow, you guys will all laugh probably, but yeah, I have to generally eat in front of the computer a lot. And one of my rules to eat by is that you don't do that because especially if you're trying to lose weight and you're that person who's always eating in front of the computer, in front of the television, you don't really know what you're eating. You often eat an entire plate of food and then you, you think you're not even full. It's kind of like you're just not even present when you're eating. So I always recommend that my clients do not do that. But to say that I don't do it, I mean, I do it. I sit and I eat in front of the computer that's probably one of the biggest rules that I break. I don't do it all the time. Um, I try and I never do it at dinner. I always have a family dinner where we sit down with no phones, no computers or anything. But at lunch, that definitely, it can happen. So I am not perfect with my rules. Uh, once in a while, guess what people? I do have a sweet treat during the week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, once in a while, I can't stop myself. Just like you and every normal person. I'm not always perfect with the rules. But I would say 90% of the time, I live the rules. And so that's why I think it's that consistency that matters and why my weight has really not changed in the last five to six years. My weight varies from 120 pounds to 122 pounds. That is my range that I go back and forth between. And that's a normal. I always give my clients, you know, you should give yourself about a two pound range of where your body's going to go up and down from because you're never going to be exactly on one weight always. You're going to fluctuate within like a two pound range. So uh, that's basically that. I can't think of any other rules that I'm really bad about, but, but basically you wanted to know, do I eat that way all the time? No, I break the rules. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody should be perfect because it's imperfect to be that perfect. <laughs> all right. The next question, what was your heaviest weight or wake up moment? Okay. Definitely this one. When I went to graduate school, after graduate school, I went on one of those Europe trips. It was like 30 days. I went by myself and you get on a bus and you go to like eight zillion countries in 30 days. It was the most epic experience of all time. If you know, I'm definitely going to encourage my child to do it. But let's face it, I'm a postgraduate, I just graduated graduate school, and I had a really good time in Europe. And I think I worked out one time. I remember running in Nice. And we just really didn't have a lot of time to work out. And all we did was 
eat and drink. Let's face it, that was it. So when I got home from that trip, that's probably the heaviest that I've ever been except, you know, pregnancy. So I think I weighed in just over like 140 pounds after that trip. I easily put on 15 pounds on that trip. So just figure me like 20 to 25 pounds heavier. That was probably my heaviest weight. Now that's still, you know, I was still probably considered healthy. Uh, You probably would have seen pictures of me and you would have said, oh, you weren't fat or you weren't chubby, you know, but I didn't look like I look today. And I, I think the real wake up call, as you said, the wake up moment was that I came home from that trip feeling horrible. Like physically, I was exhausted. My body hurt. I actually had like a skin infection. Uh, Everything was falling apart on my body. It was like the worst state of health I'd probably ever been in. And all that extra weight was just it was not benefiting me at all. And I definitely worked out before that. So it's not like I had just, and then it wasn't like my aha moment when I started getting fit. I mean, I was working out before that, but I was not at the healthy level that I am today. So that was definitely my my aha moment of, I need to get my weight back in control because I don't feel good and um, certainly was not fitting into most of my clothes. So. There you go on that one. Let's see, another question was, do you ever just want to stop eating healthy and just eat whatever? <laughs> Absolutely, and sometimes I do. That's the thing, if you're, consistent, if you're consistently eating healthy most of the time, then yeah, every now and then I eat something that's not healthy. Uh, for me, what's not healthy, I mean, I've gotten to a place where my not healthy is still healthy, I guess, for most people. But uh, we have a place called P. Terry's here in Austin. It would be sort of equivalent to an In-N-Out burger. However, I think it's a a much healthier version of In-N-Out burger. All the meat is like hormone-free. We get whole whole wheat buns and that. But when uh, when I go to P. Terry's, I get a hamburger, I get french fries. Um, I usually, my splurges, I'll get an Arnold Palmer, which is half lemonade and half iced tea. And I can guarantee you that lemonade has enough sugar for the entire day in it. Um, And often, you know, I'll probably hit P. Terry's at least twice a month. Again, that's a splurge for me, but I don't mind doing it. But, and I know it's not super healthy. What else do I, I sometimes, a lot of people know that my, my weakness is uh, the red vines. So we don't have a lot of red vine licorice here in Austin. That seems to be more of a California thing. But sometimes I absolutely have to have red vines at the movies. So I don't eat healthy at the movies. Sometimes I get candy. Do I always? No, not always. But I don't feel bad if I do eat red vines. And I promise you I'm going to start posting those pictures on Facebook so you can see that I'm not always making a healthy choice. Don't need to always do that. Um, but in general, I, I feel good eating healthy. So honestly, I I go out to eat on the weekends. Like, uh, we usually go out Friday night and Saturday night. And then by Sunday, I'm ready to eat healthy again. My body just doesn't, it, it can't even handle the sodium anymore of going out to eat. And I usually just start to feel a little blah. So, uh, I do prefer to eat healthy and I have a couple nights where I'll have Mexican food and chips, absolutely. And then, you know, basically the next day, I just want to feel good again. So I go back to eating healthy all the time. Next question. How did you get mentally prepared to take your body to the next level? 
I have that last eight pounds to lose so you can really see the definition, but I've struggled for a year. All right, so that's a great question. I've definitely talked about it before when I decided to change my body and I, I made a mental, uh, I made a choice. It was definitely a choice one day that I said, I wanna get like in the best shape of my life. I wanna get ripped. I wanna see what my body can do. And it was triggered by divorce. So I went through a divorce and I really needed something to take control of my life. And there were a lot of things I just could not control. I could, I, when I got a divorce, my son was two years old. It's a very tough age to be a single mom. And I just sort of felt like I can't control when he has a tantrum. I can't control when my ex-husband's going to make an alimony payment. I could not control so many things, but I could control my health and I could control what I was eating and I could control my body. So those were sort of like triggers for me on something that I could do. And that is when I said, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. And that trigger for me, it, it really was a choice that I made. So this was like, gosh, 13 years ago. I went to a nutritionist. I said, what do I need to do to get my nutrition on track? Uh, I started working out and I was lifting more because that's definitely a key component to getting the ripped look that people want. They're not lifting often enough. They're not lifting full body. Uh, they're not doing the full body weights enough and uh, eating right is definitely it too. But it was a conscious choice. And when you're ready to really take those last eight pounds off, you'll, you know, and you might need a coach to do it. I mean, I reached out and I, I got help to do it. I just didn't do it on my own. Um, obviously whoever wrote that, please email me. This is what I do for a living. If you want me to help coach you to get those eight pounds off and get you to the next level, that is what I do. I caution you to, to not worry about the eight pounds so much because once we get you ripped, once we put muscle on you, your weight actually might not change that much because muscle obviously weighs more than fat. You're gonna lose a lot of inches and we wanna get that last layer of fat off your body so that you can see the muscle tone. But it's not about the number on the scale. So definitely keep that in mind as well. Um, and I talk about that. I have a program called Shred That Body and I talk about what I weighed when I was super skinny versus what I weighed when I put on muscle. And when I was super skinny, I had no muscle on. No one ever said, oh, you look you know, amazing, because I was just super skinny. What I weighed when I put all the muscle on was probably you know, more, I think it was like five pounds more than when I was super skinny. And people, then they start saying, oh, you look great. So it wasn't about the number on the scale. So I always caution you, it's not, it's not just the number. All right, next question. I struggle with consistency. How to overcome it in my diet as well as my workouts? Yeah, you know, consistency is the key. Uh, definitely it is the key and uh, definitely why my weight has not fluctuated more than the 120 to 122 pounds because I'm consistent. Because what I have really gotten in touch with is the fact that if I don't eat healthy, I don't feel good. I have definitely sort of taken the... I don't look good out of the equation. It cannot always be about how you look. It's very superficial. I'm not saying I don't want to look good, but when I really put eating healthy, working out, and equated that to how I feel, I feel good in my body, I have energy, I sleep better, all those things you know, put together, that is what makes me be consistent over time with the food and the exercise. Because I got to a place in my life 
I had eaten bad or I'd had those bad weekends or those bad days, especially before I was married, it was like this continuous cycle of just, you know, eating bad, eating healthy, eating bad, eating healthy. And every time I ate bad, it was like, I literally would push the skin on my body and it would hurt because I must have eaten so much or the alcohol, I don't know what it was, but my body physically hurt and I wouldn't sleep well. And then you just feel bloated. I mean, who alone just doesn't wanna get rid of that bloated feeling? And I have to tell you, I haven't felt bloated in years, like once in a blue moon, if I go, you know, really eat something bad, but I don't eat that bad because I just don't wanna feel unhealthy. So. For the person who's really struggling with that consistency, I really think that you should start writing down how you feel when you eat really healthy and you work out. Start writing down in maybe a little journal what that felt like for you. And then on the days that you let it go completely and you eat poorly, write it down and see, you know, really get present in what it feels like in both ways. And maybe you'll start choosing to be more consistent because you might just want to feel healthy more than not. And that's definitely where I'm at or where I got to. So that's pretty much the majority of your questions that got asked. A couple others got asked and I might tie them into other podcasts. Um, one about PMS in particular. I'd like to tie that into a podcast. That's like an entire episode. So I will definitely get to that. But really... What I want you guys to take away from this podcast is that I am not perfect. My body is far from perfect. Uh, it's funny because I know that people like my six pack, but I really think that's about the only, you know, nice, I don't want to say it's the only nice thing. I have a very nice body, but you know, I'm flat as a board. I am like the chest of a 10 year old boy. And so it's not a perfect body and I don't eat perfect every single day. And I don't want other people to think, I think my biggest thing is I really don't want people to think, well, I could never look like that because I'm not willing to be so perfect with my food. I want you guys to know I'm not perfect with my food and I can look like this. So don't think that every time I post a healthy meal, that's all I ever eat. I mean, there are some red vines thrown in there with that food, just not all the time. And it's important to me that everybody know that in 2017, and I hope we all do it on Facebook, whether we're you know talking to our friends or being honest about something, life is just not perfect. And it's not healthy for you to look at people's Facebook pages and think that everybody else has this perfect life and that you're the only one. I don't want to say suffering, but I, I, I don't know about you, but I think life can be very hard. And to think that everybody else's life is so perfect and easy is just, it makes it harder for you. And everybody's life is not so perfect. It's just all they post. That's what they want you to think. They want you to see that. So 2017, it is the year to be real. Be real with yourself. Tell yourself what you want to accomplish in 2017. But don't try to, don't try to create some perfect vision of 2017 because it's not going to be a perfect year and there is no perfect. So set some nice goals for yourself with health and nutrition, but don't think that if you if you fall back or you have some candy that you have to give everything up because you couldn't do it. Just put it aside, you know, that's one of the bad days and you get back on track. 
You never have to be perfect. You just have to be real. I think that's really the most important thing. So this is the last episode of 2016. I am super excited for 2017. A lot is coming. I'm excited that I started this podcast because it's had amazing feedback. And I have thousands of listeners every single month all over the world. It's really awesome. So I appreciate all of you as my listeners. Always appreciate a review on iTunes. If you ever have a great topic for the podcast, I'm always open to ideas. Please email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. I hope that you have a wonderful and very healthy and happy holiday season. And I look forward to our first podcast, the first week of 2017. It will be a great topic. We will get you back on track if you struggled over the holidays. And I hope that you have a great new year. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope.